The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome into another edition of the Jess Press Play Podcast. I'm Kevin, joined by LJ, Uncle Tony, Pops. What's going on, fellas? Hey, what's up? We have crowned a champion, Uh, a team that is near and dear to Dr. Liff and Uncle Tony's hearts. Not as much this year, but just in general, they've been near and dear to your hearts at times. The UConn Huskies, were they just like the varsity team and everyone else was JV teams? I mean, that was a... A run through the tournament, wasn't it, Pops? It was, but I'm going to start out with a bougie problem, just real quick. (laughs) Oh, bougie problem right off the top. So, for I think the first time in probably 40 years, I didn't see either Saturday game because I was at a fish camp, and Monday night my power was out. Wow. Yeah, so my power was out, so I missed the championship ball game, and so that... So that was a bougie problem, and the reason it's a bougie, it would have been a real problem, but just very quickly, as we've discussed briefly before this started, we there were some tornadoes in the state of Arkansas, uh, one in particular in the town of Wynn, Arkansas, that apparently just destroyed the town. Mm-hmm. And so as Tammy and I were sitting here playing King's Corner, a new game she's taught me, by candlelight, <laughs> uh, bitching and moaning and <laughs> And throwing a pity party because I couldn't watch the ball game. Um, just, you know, not to be too sentimental, but I thought about those people who win. I mean, those yeah. guys, I mean, they don't even have a house to stay in tonight. They've lost all their stuff. And it certainly put it in perspective. It, it was a pain in the ass not getting to watch the game. Uh, don't get me wrong. But uh, but certainly it, it what happened in to some of our neighbors here in Arkansas uh, put it put it in perspective for me. So that's my quick bougie problem. Uh, to start out, yeah. Right for for those that in Wynn, Arkansas, the high school was basically it's pretty much. I mean, it's destroyed. I mean, I, there's some still saying, but it's. I'm mean, redoing the whole high school. Luckily, all the students left the school early that day ahead of the storm, so no students were in the school. But four people did die in Wynn. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure the ages of who, but I know there were four deaths in Wynn, one death in North Little Rock, and somehow. None in Little Rock where we – and here in Little Rock, nothing happened here but a lot of damage in Little Rock. And, I, Tony, it looks like you're unscathed, but it's just un, – if you've seen some of the damage and only have one death, it's kind of mind-boggling to me. I mean, a good, great thing, but just blows my mind. Yeah, a lot of damage. Yeah. Yeah, it is – you know, I not to – I know our listeners are across the country and around the globe, so we don't want to, you know – put too much here in the state of Arkansas, but you know, it is amazing that a tornado uh, is, uh, you know, some call it an act of God. Some call it, it's just a freak of nature, whatever. But I was, t- here's what I think is interesting about tornadoes. 
is that we have a, 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 a gentleman that works with us uh, and he's uh, from uh, he's an international uh, employee. Uh, he's now employed. He's from da- he lived in Dallas for a few years, but grew up uh, overseas and then grew up and then was in Dallas and now in Little Rock. And he, the other uh, yesterday we were talking and we were talking about the tornado and, and I asked him if he was safe. And he said, sure. He said, I was really scared. I've never seen anything like that because he said it was all of a sudden. And he said, you know, I've been through an earthquake and now I've been through a tornado. And really, I think the tornado is is scarier because you just don't know. And it just comes all of a sudden. And we talked about that in a hurricane and and some people and Kevin, you had mentioned that people didn't know that there had been a tornado in Little Rock or the damage it could do because you don't get the buildup in a tornado. Boom, it's it's in for 30 seconds or in this case, 35 minutes, which is almost unheard of. And then it's gone. And uh, but a, a hurricane, you get four or five days buildup. Everybody knows you can evacuate uh, earthquakes. Buildings are built to be earthquake resistance, at least in most uh, ur- uh, most, you know, uh, countries, uh, third world countries. There's still an issue with that. But uh, a lot of a lot of advances for earthquake. But a tornado, there's just nothing you can do. And you don't know when it's coming and it doesn't last very long. So it's boom and gone. And, and that's what makes it both so scary and both uh and also so unique to these parts of the country. And and so, you know, our hearts go out to everyone who has you had any kind of uh, damage or, or destruction. Um, but we're very lucky of the timing of this tornado that came yeah. through last week and that most people were at work or their kids were were at, at home or were at school, really, and where they were safer. And uh, and, and went from that. But in when this is the first time I've ever seen this. Uh, looking at footage there, yep. it ripped the turf off the football field. I don't know if you, Kevin, if you saw that. That's, that's it, it, the amount of wind you would have to have to rip turf. It looks like it looks like the football field. It looks like they didn't finish line turf straight off the field. The aerial view, like that, just ripped it straight up. I will say, Tony, we can get on from just rip. Yeah, I didn't want to belabor you know belabor this, but you know. Well, and to your point though, with with the difference in tornadoes, to me, is I've working in news, we've had a lot where we cover. There could be we're, we're watching a chance of tornado, and it's a lot of times it's a bust or it's a bust here, but it and it goes to Rolling Fork, Mississippi, which I'm not trying to shun that. That's that's awful for them, but if it doesn't hit you, it just kind of like you don't in one ear, yeah. you right. go on. Yeah, and you're right, Tony. They are for a lot of people. If yeah. it hits your neighborhood, it's a 90 second thing. 90 seconds, you hear it sounds like a freight train from all the things I've. I wasn't in one this past week, but I just we've been covering a lot, and for the most people, they're saying. It was there out of nowhere. Just all of a sudden it's here. And then a minute, minute and a half later, it's gone. You step outside and cars are upside down. Trees are down on your house. I saw one where a two by four <laughs> went through bricks of a house. That's how much velocity the two by four got in the air and went into brick. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. And it's nothing, it's nothing to take lightly. I've probably took them more lightly before than I do now. Now I'm probably a little more like, I think I used to just go sleep through it and go, oh, it never hits Texarkana. We're fine. And it just all it takes is one time. Well, I don't takes. know if y'all can hear the thunder outside, but we're we're kind of there's under another some, system. There's another through, system yeah. coming through tonight. I think LJ stretches all the way up to Chicago. Yeah, no, we've got hail falling at this moment. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's weather's wild. Yeah. Weather, yeah. Is, weather crazy. is crazier than it used to be, boys. 
yeah. How are oh, you I wonder, about I wonder what change, that could be. Yeah, it's like, it's like a <laughs> yep. change. It's like a change in the in the something. I don't. I can't think of a good phrase. <laughs> well, that, for that, it. Uh, oh. So the term for like that's long distance weather that's, measurement is that's a whole other podcast. So. Oh, okay. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's crazy. And our our hearts. So, so I didn't watch the basketball game. That's what I guess that was the point. Well, of well and also, can, can I throw in real quick just to you know Dude. subject change a little bit? Uh, we've given a lot of free press to YouTube TV. So uh, for all the people that got YouTube TV to watch March Madness, go ahead and cancel it. You're good. I'm just reminding everybody, good time. Get that off your yep. bills. You're not using it until football season. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, when your when when your power's out, your Wi-Fi didn't work. Until Sunday so. ticket comes around. <laughs> hot spot. Hot spot. Um, so the pop shooting didn't get to see the game, but, um, you watched a lot of the other UConn games, I'm assuming in the tournament and they did the same thing. Uh, I will give San Diego credit. I will give San Diego credit and uncle Tony. I know you saw it. You were watching the game because we were texting. Um, they made a run Yeah, and they played tough and San Diego's a tough team, but UConn's just a wagon, man. They just were a wagon the whole tournament. I don't feel near as bad about that Arkansas loss. A wagon? Yeah. Just. What's yeah, a wagon? wagon. They just they they just you weren't <laughs> stopping them. They were just I've never heard that. Like a team's just no. a wagon. No, I yeah, guess that's like wagon. the Blarney Stone. The wagon. <laughs> no, I haven't heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they were. I guess they were, just they were a wagon. unstoppable. I, well, I guess well, they, they got four horses. They got some horsepower. They got some horsepower. Yeah. Yeah, little uh, we're talking a little red wagon flyer. Radio flyer. What kind of? Is this a, is this a, okay, a well, prairie, maybe, a prairie maybe this will work what, a little better. What kind so of wagon are we talking UConn, about? <laughs> UConn won every game by double digits. That's six double digit wins in March Madness. They are the first team to do that. I can't remember since when, but I think, let's see. The feat has been achieved first by Michigan State in 2000, Duke in 2001, UNC in 2009, Villanova in 18, and then UConn now. So five teams have ever done that. No team has ever won every game by at least 13 points. And just a fun fact, UConn won all their non-conference games by double digits. So every game outside of the Big East, UConn rolled them by 10 points or more every single time. So this team was good from the front. I mean, I remember talking at the beginning of the, before the tournament, some of us were a little like, I don't know, everybody's on UConn. Maybe there's too much, too much smoke. Well, maybe just everybody was right. That team was just really damn good, Tony. They were good at every single spot. They had the bigs, they had the guards, they had it all. Yeah. Yeah, I I, it, I didn't know that about the eighteen Villanova team that that had uh, been that successful. This is this was one of the most complete teams that I've seen in the NCAA tournament in quite some time. Uh, they were just so complete. They had an inside game, they had an outside game, and they were shooting lights out. But I'll tell you what, the thing to me is that that. That's the best defensive uh, showing that I've seen in a long time. And Villanova was very good defensively. But but UConn just ran guys at you. And and I kept thinking in every one of the games that I watched UConn, and you know, even before the Arkansas game, it's like, why aren't these guys shooting? The people are afraid to shoot. And I'll, you realize these guys are just tremendously long on the perimeter and, and down low. And they're running nine guys that are all tremendously long. Uh, and it's just one of the best defensive performances by a team on a six-game stretch that I've ever seen. 
It's just just amazing this run. So congrats to UConn. That is the most complete defensive team that well, I've seen play so in a long time. Well, and they were so able to withstand little runs against. I mean, I know in the Gonzaga and Arkansas game, neither team made a run really. Gonzaga just ran. I mean, UConn just ran them out of the building. But like Miami made a little run with like the ten minute mark and kind of got back in it and made. And my thought coming into it was, well, UConn hasn't played a close game. If someone can just test them, yeah. At the under 10-minute mark, they have a shot at beating them. And UConn responded. You saw it last night, too. Uh, San Diego State gets it within five. And then the next position, possession, Hawkins comes in and just hits a dagger three. And it, it oh. was over after that. I mean, it was – they're just a really a good dagger team. Sonogo is legit down low. Hawkins is a legit shooter, NBA player. And then Newton and Jackson Jr., those two guards, I felt like really controlled the game. They're just – Tony, you're right. I mean, seven deep and, like, really good. Really solid team, and where does that? Yeah, does UConn need to be mentioned now in the blue blood conversation, LJ? Yeah, absolutely. I have I have been uh, watching uh, college basketball for about as long as UConn has been dominating it. So <laughs> they've got five championships in the last twenty four years. I don't. They've think got five championships out of six appearances too. They are incredible. Uh, Final four appearances. They're totally efficient. Um, well, they only win when they're in the state of Texas. Yeah, state state of Texas. Of, the Final four is in the state of Texas. They are going to the championship. Well, and the, the women's team too. I mean, that is a basketball school for my entire existence. Um, so you know, yeah, they they are blue buds. Anytime somebody says they're not blue bloods, I think they're being ridiculous. I mean, it's so easy. So, Pops, they're right there with the Dukes, the UNCs, the Kansas, Kentuckys. I mean. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I was trying to write down. I'd seen a list. So, I think UCLA's got 11. Kentucky has eight, I think, was number two. I will say UCLA uh, hasn't done a whole lot n- in the lately. last two decades. Yeah, I mean, so. that was all Lou Alcindor. That was John Wooden. Right. John Wooden time. But um, but then you also got uh, what, Carolina, Kansas. I don't know. Is Kansas up there with Duke? I think they had six, maybe. I think so. Um, but but five is wow. That's Does Indiana is Indiana in that list? They I mean, weren't always talk like it, but they I were. I think in my, in my life. Indiana's maybe three. Tony two. I can think of two, but maybe three. Uh, three or four. They were. Uh, I think night one three. Have they Indiana. won one since night? Oh, I'm looking at most victories. Sorry, give me a second. I'll find it. Is Villanova in that yeah. conversation of blue blue blood? They're more as of no. late, probably. Two. They've got two championships, I think. So the thing about UConn, here's this: I I do think they're a blue blood, and but I I wonder if it could look up. They've done it with three. India coaches. has five wins, by the way. Calhoun. Yeah. Five. Okay. So they've done it. It with uh, Calhoun, Ollie, and now Hurley. And so I'm kind of wondering if there's another team that has won that with many that championships many. with well, more than two And while they're looking, coaches. since you mentioned him, Tony, Jim Calhoun built that program. Jim, Jim well, Calhoun is a legend in my yeah. mind uh, as an well, and That's what blows my mind about Connecticut. And there's other programs like this too, I guess. But – what why what attracts you to Hartford, Connecticut to come play basketball? There's not like a like in the New York area. If you're up in New York, there are there's really good basketball players, so you have a like a base there maybe. And I know there's not maybe a huge recruiting base in North Carolina Duke, but it's North Carolina Duke. UConn came up after those teams were already blue bloods, and UConn like Calhoun just built it. I don't know how he did it, 
and they are they are legit. They are real deal. And as I mean, I'd say it's on men's college kids like places with beaches. So uh, so really the the outlier is Indiana. Um, but uh, the question was uh, uh, teams that have that many uh, national championships with more than two coaches contributing. Is that what I was looking for? Yeah. Something like that. Well, Kentucky, yeah. uh, UCLA obviously had two. That was Wooden and Jim Herrick had one. Um, and then Over Arkansas, yeah. damn it. <laughs> uh, but Kentucky has had a lot of coaches me. win one. And uh, Adolph Rupp won eight. Uh, and North Carolina had three coaches uh, win natties. Um, Frank McGuire, Dean Smith, and Roy okay. Williams. Uh, Kansas had Fog Allen, Larry Brown, okay. and Bill Self. Uh, each one won, but Bill Selfark got two. And then and then other than that, there's no threes. Because Duke's all okay, okay yep. right? Duke's okay. Uh, Indiana's yeah. got two coaches, Branch McCracken and obviously Bob Knight. Um, let's see. Nova's got Jay Wright and Roly Massimino. Um, oh. But, yeah, it's a lot of two-coach teams. Well, I, and I, I want to say this. And so – what LJ is just saying in these statistics back this up, you know, I don't think enough credit goes to the Big East okay. basketball programs. <laughs> and so we're talking about Villanova and UConn have seven, seven championships. And if you add Virginia, eight or no, nine Virginia's in the last 30 years. So they, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, East um, Coast, certainly. Um yeah, but the big the Big East. So they've got five championships. I, I don't think the I mean I, the SEC may have that many uh, during that same time frame. But I think a lot of they have UConn has sucked the talent <laughs> from the Big East from Georgetown to hey, UConn. And if you look at that, Georgetown used to be the program in yeah. the Big East. Patrick Ewing and they they had a run. And and then you had Providence and St. John for that and Syracuse. UConn has sucked the talent in the Big East into UConn and, and they have really done a good job of of managing that and making it work on the national scale. Well, and when I really was getting into basketball, the Big East was still what you you guys would know the Big East as with with the St. John's and with Syracuse still being good. Georgetown was good, Connecticut was good. Pittsburgh was still Providence. in there. Providence was good. Marquette. I mean, there, Xavier. There, there's a lot of good teams in there. And then when football kind of screwed this up, when conference realignment happened, a lot of those teams shifted to the ACC. Yeah. And then a lot of money left the Big East. And for a little while there, Georgetown still has been born, been dormant since. St. John's hasn't really been good in my lifetime. They used to be. And I still think there's a chance. They just hired Rick Patino, So there, there's a chance Georgetown could get back. But I wonder if this is that maybe the Big East come back because the Big East was good basketball conference this year. I mean, Creighton had a shot at going yeah. far. Xavier was a good team this year. Uh, Marquette was a decent team. They lost early, but the Big East is a good basketball. Is conference. Xavier in the Big East? What I thought they were in New Orleans. What am I? Mixed They're up, up in like a. What is no, that college that's in New Jersey. Orleans? Like Xavier Tulane? sounds. No. There is a Xavier. There in New is Orleans. a Xavier in New Orleans. I, Xavier okay, is in yeah. Cincinnati, but, but let me see about. So, a Xavier is that a? There's a, a Xavier University of supported or a, a a church supported religion supported university or something or. I'm out of my element, Don. I mean, I, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a Jesuit, a Jesuit Catholic school. Yeah. Okay. Well, there yeah. You go. So Marquette is Milwaukee, yeah. um, and then I. Who is in New Jersey? I thought. 
Is Providence New yeah. Jersey? I, whoa, that's Rhode Island. Providence, Rhode Island. Yes, well, Rhode Island. I mean, that's Rhode Island. Be. Which Big East schools in New Jersey? Uh, on well, it. Farley Dickinson's in New Jersey. <laughs> Isn't it? Fairly. <laughs> fairly. Fairly Dickinson. Fairly Dickinson in uh, Teaneck, as on, I recall. Full on Dickinson's in New York, <laughs> but Fairly Dickinson's in New Jersey. I just had to do it one more, t- yeah, one more time, guys. I won't have this chance for, for sure. 10 dead months. Joke. You know, Good dead joke. Uh, for sure. One more time. So, Tony, <laughs> was there this tournament? This tournament was a great tournament. A lot of fun games. Yeah. Was there a part of you... As you're watching that national championship going, <clears throat> man, it'd be real fun if it wasn't San Diego State going against UConn and maybe it was uh, an Alabama or Purdue or or one of these teams or, or Arizona. You know, I, the upsets are Seton fun, Hall. but sometimes when you get – Seton Hall was the team you were thinking yeah. of. Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Oh, sorry. The Pirates. All right. uh, I, you know, I some of me – some of it was, Kevin, but UConn just – Slobber knocked everybody. So I'm kind of wondering what it have mattered? you know what it would it have mattered. And and as I'm looking at the the brackets here and things, because I thought okay, Miami say, deserved what, to be where they were. They beat Houston. Yeah, they just beat I, them. yeah, they beat Miami. Them. And this time we don't beat them. Miami is the fat was the fastest team in the NCAA tournament. I did not see a faster guard combo than Wong and um 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 their. Ah, oh, shoot. Uh, I'm, a, Jack- I'm sorry. I forgot the other guy. Jackson. Uh, they could get to a bucket. And that's what I was – they had a chance to beat I can't UConn. think of his name, but he had a perfect game in the in the Elite yeah. Eight to, to advance him. Um, I can't think of it. Yeah. 12 of 12 from the free throw line. Who shoots 12 of 12 from the – And 7 of 7 from the field. I mean, he was, he yeah. was perfect. Jordan Matthew, Miller. 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 Jordan Miller. 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 Yeah. Miller. Yeah. Miller. Miller. Okay. So – We'll get there eventually. Our, and eventually. Kyle but I thought they were really fast. They were fun to watch, and that Norchad, Norchad, that big guy that Miami had was a yeah. He he swallowed rebounds. I would like to have seen UConn play Alabama. I I think Alabama physically could have given UConn trouble on the perimeter, yeah, and not allowed them to shoot forty over forty percent from the three point range, which is ridiculous. Alabama just found themselves, I guess, at wrong place, wrong time in the Sweet 16, you know. <laughs> I really, well, I really, there it is. So, but there, yeah. But that's the only, that's a, honestly, that's truly the only matchup I can think of. I don't think Purdue really ever had it in them mm. to get that far because they didn't have those big guards. Uh, but Alabama, I think, Kevin, to answer your question directly, is the only other team I think that would have been a better game with UConn. So part other of me, that, I, I was getting ready to maybe ask, we, and we've talked about this before, the tournament may not crown the best team, but I think UConn was the best team. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think it did crown the best team. Yeah. So I, I don't think, think you were. can say that. When I, I want to say, Kevin, and this, I thought maybe you were leading there. Did, did y'all realize this was the least watched NCAA final, men's final game of, of I think, on record? Because everybody's uh, power's out, damn it. <laughs> well, <laughs> certainly one less for me. Now, to, to say, had, had Arizona, who did get knocked out in the first round, or Alabama, you know, had made it, maybe even Marquette, I'd have been over at Joe and Carlos or somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, Hooters, I'd have been watching it uh, uh, somewhere. tornado. We're but to, but to finish that thought, I did see that even though it was the least watched uh, NCAA men's final game, it still drew more uh, than the last three NBA finals. 
Yeah. Uh, which I thought that's was interesting. That's no, no, no. Now, now, now those are, you know, five to seven game series, yeah. so they take the average of viewership of each game. Yeah. Uh, but still it outdrew drew that. And then that women's game, I think at some point we might need to hit on that 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 woman's game, which was Yeah, I hope you have power for that because that game, that women's tournament was, it was pretty Kaylin Clark and Angel Reese and – and it's still fine. South Carolina was good. <laughs> yeah. Tony's pointing at his ring finger right now. <laughs> do we, before we get to that, because I do want to bring that up. I'm glad y'all. Yeah, I do want to talk about that. But. Do we have any other thoughts on the tournament or the national championship game itself? I need y'all to help me with the Pitch Snoggle uh, award winner. Sonogo's way too Sonogo. good, right? Is he too good? No, I don't think know if Sonogo's too good. And I really think that we've got to consider uh, Drew Timmy. I mean, now he didn't, you know, make it to the final. Hey, yeah, shout out to Drew this, Timmy for years now. This for, ye- for He still has a year of eligibility he left. Is he coming back? LJ Is he actually going to do it? He said he he has said that he will not be back at Gonzaga next year. Oh, so interesting. Does that mean he would transfer? I doubt he would interesting. transfer. Yeah, why would you do that? But he, but okay. Here's a question for you. Here. This kind of gets me a little derailed here, but I, I think this is interesting. If you're Timmy, he's a legend in, in Spokane. Yeah. He is. He is like you show up there. You're not paying for a meal. Oh nothing, yeah, you're fine. Say he transfers to like a North Carolina and takes him to a Final Four. Now he's a legend in two towns. Yeah, well, I don't I'm know. Just I, think, I think Gonzaga people might not. Maybe like he'll be a legend and he'll be a Razorback. <laughs> uh, it'll all, nah. it'll fade. Five years down the road, they'll be so. fine with him because he's a legend. He's a Gonzaga legend. I, uh, it's interesting yeah, but to if he dishes you me to see what he does. Uh, natty, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested to see what he does because I don't think he's he's a pro. He'll be an NBA player, but he's not a star in the NBA like he is in college. And yeah. so I. Yeah, milk this. I wouldn't be shocked if he plays another year. What? What? Especially with NIL, you're get, you can get paid now. Oh, so yeah. it's not like I don't know. That's interesting. And he um, will. Yeah. Who else? Who else could be? I really like Norchad. I can't think of his last name right now. The the big guy for uh, or Miami. Miami. Yeah, I Omir, mean, was just, wasn't it Omir or something Nor- like that? Was it uh, either his Omir. first name was Omir or last name was Omir? I think my the Omir for Miami. He's got he a has, shot. That dude yeah. was a rebounding machine. Yeah, he was good on defense. He could pass a little bit. He's a good free throw shooter. Like he was a solid, solid big man on my like Amir. Yeah, I sure do. Um, do they have to? to they of, were, they needed to be in the final four to be a pitcher. Not necessarily final no, four, but they you, had to make the second make the, weekend. I think, which he, Timmy did. Timmy did. And and, 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 and like say, Timmy's second to last game day. before they ran into UConn, what he was unbelievable. That UCLA Gonzaga game was yes. one of the best games. UCLA of the game that yeah. was fantastic, and Timmy was a bucket at like the whole second half. And then when they finally started double him, he made the right pass every time. That game was – And well, then that's why, Tommy Heck has on the other – And that UCLA-Gonzaga game was one of the best see, games. See, and that's why, in my view, Pitsnoggle has always been a guy that can, gets hits the open man, so, hits the shot, rebounds. I think an um, important question, though, is I didn't get to watch any Zaga games. Uh, what was his facial hair like? That's a big question, I think, that would that would have an impact. That would keep it's, him from being a winner because he kind of had a porn mustache. No, well, he did. I think that, that, put him, that gave him credit that last helps. year. Does he got the same? Is he still rocking that? And he's still doing his He's so, yeah. I think that's I, a big I've got winner. something here for you. Hey, let me Go let ahead. me ask this. Can you take the Pitsnoggle Award in a different direction this year? Because I think – of all the players I saw, no one meant more to their team or gave more entertainment than Marquise Noel at Kansas State. I think this kid yeah. 
willed that team to at least to two victories. Now they couldn't they couldn't get there at the end, but this cat made the big shots, took the big shots, made fantastic passes. I mean, just did everything they asked him to do, he did it. To me, that guy was the most valuable player in the tournament just because of what he meant to Kansas State and dragging that, them that way. Well, and he to, was I awesome to watch. And to awesome throw to, to you know, uh, the, the name part of the Pitt Snoggle Award, his name has too many consonants. You know, it's it's <laughs> unnecessary how many consonants are in Marquise Noel, for sure. I, and I and hey, and if, if he's listening out there, uh, Mr. Noel, I'm sorry for what I said after the first round because I was mad about <laughs> my Calcutta teams because I think I might have called him Marquisha, but I apologize <laughs> completely. Uh, the kid's a great ball player. He's and a great ball player. Man, it was fun I don't, to watch I'll never, I don't know if I'll ever forget, and they'll, they'll be showing a loop down in uh, Manhattan, Kansas forever now, the Little Apple, that play <laughs> where he looks at his coach and then throws the oop when the game's on the line, like they have to get two, and he throws Phenomenal. the oop from like half court. The John. balls on that man to throw that <laughs> pass, and you. it was a perfect pass. Well, didn't one of y'all tell me that he looked up in the crowd at Magic Johnson or something and said, watch this? Or <laughs> He looked up at someone and said, watch. No, he's at, he's walking up the court, and he looks at the crowd and says, watch this. It was in the and shiny moment. that pass. That is in the shiny moment last night. Be. They showed him, and he, he says, watch this. That's in one shining moment. Golly. Mm. I didn't get to see that. Golly. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Muscle is also in the one shot. I don't know. Well, let's, 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 let's think about this one. Can we? I mean, is Pitsnoggle was not an MVP of the tournament but the year he Norwell was in. Norwell also was it like – a lot of times Pitsnoggle is, you know – I like Timmy. Kind of doing doing the dirty things. Like, Noel yeah. – it never looks clumsy when Noel's doing True. it. He looks like he knows what the hell that ball's on a string with him. Dude, like, yeah. like Frank or not? Uh, what what was our boy uh, that I tried to even name the the award after from Sh- Chicago Loyola? Oh uh, uh, yeah yeah. Uh, God damn. Uh, Cameron Crutwig. Crutwig. Yeah, like Crutwig did not always look winner. Was he the first year? Yeah. He didn't always look elegant, but by God, he's going to get to the best shot the offense can get. <laughs> yeah. And it might be look sloppy, and it kind of like and he had a might look mustache, like he... true Timmy, you know? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. If we're going to keep it position oriented, I think yeah. Timmy's got to be the leading contender in my mind. But I am. Mm-hmm. We got to make a decision. So you know, well, I'm, you've heard you've heard my vote. I say you break tradition and you give it to Marquise Noel because of all the things he did. He did. Could it not be he passed, He rebounded. He shot. He he called out Rob Magic Dimes. Johnson. I just and he, but he his team wasn't the best, and he made them better. No question. Hell, he had could to put up with Sinogo Desi. Pops, you don't think it could be Sonogo? I say it's Angel Reese. Let's go real hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to that's, a different. <laughs> that'd be a change. Um, if it's got to be a big guy, I think Sonogo did more. Than Timmy, it, and he was just over. a yeah, it, he, and he was collar. consistent. It's consistent, yeah, blue it, collar, double double all the way through. Double, he double, did get a double double every, every, every single game, every time. Hard worker. Uh, you, I like Sonoma. You could go. Hey, Sinoga. you could turn it if you want to do something. Different. You could go to Klingon, uh the seven foot two uh, freshman. Because I was talking yeah. to him, he said, "Hey, he's got two fouls and there's still ten minutes left." Oh shit! Well, that just means Sonoku's going to play more. Damn. You know, hey, that's just how good UConn was. But that cat was blocking everything. 
I think Klingon will have an opportunity to win a pit snoggle in coming years. Fair enough. Um, but so, if you had to go big guy, Sunogu. Sunogu. Uh, Kevin, you too. Okay, that there it is. There it is. Listeners, Adama Adama Sunogo. This year's Pit Snoggle Award. Twenty twenty three Pit Snoggle Award. We'll reach out to him and see if he wants to come on the podcast. There you go. We haven't got one. I bet he will. I bet he will. We'll check. He seems to be the guy. I bet he will. You know, at one point he was going through the tournament, Tony, during Ramadan, so he wasn't eating. He was yeah, empty tummy, empty tummy until until the sun went down. And by the way, you know, not only do they not eat. On Ramadan, no they right, don't right. drink anything. No water, no yeah. nothing. That's 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 what they're that's what they're I, supposed to do. I agree. And we were talking about. I think that I'm pretty sure right before sunup, he got a good little dose of vitamins uh, through the old right. oh, bag. I'm sure, there, you I'm know? sure he drinks like a Pedialyte with oh all kinds of. Yeah, you don't I think mean, he got an IV before the sun came up? Absolutely, probably we would. I mean, they're not dumb. They're the kids six. You got to with a guy that 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 type of athlete. You got to. You got to. I mean, that's the type of athlete that eats like five thousand calories a day because that is a that's a y'all want a, a machine. You want a little fun fact about Ramadan? I love fun, fun facts. facts of Ramadan. Okay, the apparently I is think that the name of the episode? It's it's oh um. Gosh. I th- is it? I guess that's mainly. A, is it a Muslim right uh, holiday? Well, Muslim Ramadan? religion. It's not mainly. Huh? It is. <laughs> well, it, well, no, 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 it's no, no. Not no. fairly. I, I listened to it, a podcast today of, of an Asian uh, uh, <laughs> descendant, a person <laughs> that practices. But anyway, here's the fun fact. Fun fact: the Muslim calendar is a lunar calendar, so it's 354 days as opposed to 365. So Ramadan always changes it's not so it could be in august one year and then it could be True. you know it moves yeah 11 days yeah every that year. makes sense because it's been in the nba playoffs at oh, times too, yeah so. okay so here's a question for you Liv. if you're <laughs> if you're on a lunar calendar and you're muslim let's just say <laughs> oh if you God. live to be a hundred years old does your winter become your summer I yeah. would guess it might, Tony. You know, I yeah. just I don't know the answer. I mean, to I, that. I think the the answer to that is truly that seasons are uh, in lunar calendars uh, decided outside of dates. Um, those are two separate entities. Um, well, but we're on a solar calendar, so we are. <laughs> it, that, that's where it's different, right? Yeah, that's true. Yes, we're on. Yeah. So three hundred sixty-five. I'm, I'm not laughing at your this. response, pops. I'm just laughing at how we got three hundred sixty-five point two four days specifically. Yeah, that's why we have a leap year. And then we. Uh, century, we have uh, anti leap year. Yeah, that's because we're a bunch of damn yeah. Romans. You know what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Bunch but, of enlightened people. But yeah, so so, Jeez. but they're so yeah. Seasons are are their own thing, and then lunar uh, months are their own thing. Yes. Well, seasons no reason to change, and if you don't believe me, you just ask the Gap Band, brother. That's you. right. You got to get up early in the morning. Uh, you got to get up early just, in the morning, though. You just made Uncle Tony's damn night. Or somebody right will there, drop Pops. a bomb on you, right. and our burner oh, on your Speaking of dropping a bomb on somebody. For the most of the tournament, jumping over to the women's side, Caitlin Clark was the one dropping bombs on people. But From uh, way out, things changed for them in the championship. I, one, I've not watched this much uh, women's tournament as much as I did this year because I kind of got excited. I, I was fascinated. The the Iowa South Carolina game in the Final Four 
was a great basketball game. I didn't get to watch it because, as we mentioned, there was a tornado going through Little Rock that day. But I watched, like, the full highlights on YouTube that were, like, 20 minutes, basically, I mean, the whole game real quick. That game was awesome. I mean, that was fantastic. And then the championship game with LSU, LSU was kind of in the lead for most of the game, but that, that was a great game. I got thoroughly enjoyed watching the women's side of the, of the bracket. And there was a little bit towards the end of the game. I've seen some gestures here. The listener doesn't see it. Um <laughs> Let's go. Who wants to go first? Pops, what, what, I'll, I'll throw over to you. Well, Angel Reese throwing the um, – once she did the you can't see me thing, which Caitlin Clark had done the previous two games. Right. And then she started pointing to her ring finger in, in Caitlin Clark's face. She was It was very directed towards Caitlin Clark. Pops, what you think? Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Uh, Caitlin Clark did it. Angel Reese did it. All fine as far as I'm concerned. The only thing I would say is that it it did make Angel Reese look a little less classy. You know, I think it would have been more classy to just win the damn game. Just, you know, you know, maybe not point to the ring finger, but whatever. I'm totally fine with it. Totally fine with it. But I think if it would have been my daughter to said, I wish you'd have won a little classier. Maybe, but you know, don't drop yourself to her level. Uh, is is I think how I would view it, but I have no problem with Angel Reese doing so, it or Ka- Caitlin Clark doing it. Devil's advocate. I mean, this conversation was not brought up the previous two games when Caitlin Clark did uh-huh. it. Yeah. What I think, but I think the it's, only that's kind of the point. There's right? a slight I think, difference. I think the, ahead, the what Dad's saying is not that like uh, that that uh, this person shouldn't have done it, but like everybody, just win classily. And I think I disagree. Yeah, that's like do it with swag. Go ahead and burn your opponents. Absolutely. 100%. I want more shit talking. But but I but you're, I All think right. Pops's point is consistent. I think he would have said the same thing if we would have been talking about Caitlin Clark two weeks ago. So yeah, I would have. But you're right. Trash talk is a part of the game, oh, yeah. and if I can get into your head and and it helps me have a physical advantage over you in a physical game, more power to me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's just yeah. Tell yeah. So I I appreciate what. Uh, Angel said after the game, and and so I read some I read some uh, comments. I'm going to be me. This is the way I've been. I'm not going to oh, yeah. be fake. This is way and and I I love the way she said. Some people call me hood. Some people call me gangster. That's just me. If you want to, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not listening to you. I like that. That's the way you got to be. Now, do would I coach a player to do that? No, that's not the way I would coach. But hey, that's fine. She's consistent with it. And the thing about it is, is you're absolutely right. If Caitlin Clark had never done had never done the in your face thing, I don't think Angel Reese would have done it. But she's a badass player, and it's a badass game. And you, mm-hmm. when when the adrenaline is flowing, you got to go. And I think she, I, I got no problem with it. That's that was her personality. We used to, you used to love to hate Dennis Rodman and Bill Ambeer, and you were on one side or the other. <laughs> Angel Reese, same way. Hell of a ball player. You're going to love her or you're going to hate her. But she brought LSU a national championship, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. And I, so for the women's game, I did want to say this: it that's one of the biggest upsets of all time for Iowa. To beat an undefeated South Carolina team, which ha- the South Carolina team, how many good. how many mm-hmm. games in a row had South Carolina won? Well, they were like 30, 34 and 0, 34 and, 0 and, and they, they were, were. I think they had won the shouldn't be allowed twenty straight from yeah. the year before. Yeah. So I mean, I think they were like a fifty plus game to, winning streak to, in mm-hmm. the final four for them to break a fifty plus game win streak. 
That is just ridiculous. And Caitlin Clark balled it, out. Well, like, from the Trump. logo like three or four times, I think. Oh, that's what she does. She, she really has, I mean, it looks a lot like watching Steph Curry play it. I times. think maybe I mean, even she wilder, pulls it from, honestly, but. <laughs> it's like watching Danny Ainge. You remember Danny Ainge? He would just come up and, and he's like, oh, oh man, somebody take the ball away. Oh, damn, there's three points. You know, you just, it, it was, I think Caitlin Clark is a hell of a ball player. And, yeah. uh, um, I, she'll be back next year. Is she year. back? Yeah, you know what? Year? I can't wait for LSU Iowa next year. That's, <laughs> that's, gonna what, be, that's gonna get so I sure hope they play in like a wire or somewhere and, and they get to go out into a luau or something and get to know each other before they play again. Cause otherwise there could be blood on the floor, which is awesome. <laughs> I love the women's game. And I've, I've said this before on this podcast, Jacob and I, it, we used to watch women's softball, not for the reason some people are thinking. I, women's <laughs> for softball the articles, for the a, articles. I like Hooters for the it, leagues. It is truly a hell of a game, and these girls are great athletes, true, and they true. play a fun game. And I'm telling you what, if you like to watch shooting and movement and and screens, the women's game is fun to watch. And, uh, you know, now physicality, driving the bucket, some of those things you're not going to see. But, boy, howdy, it's fun. And they are really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Can I, I will, say something about ratings real quick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Did was you actually Because you brought some up, so I thought maybe you had it. Uh, well, I, I do. And maybe this is what you were going to say. But that I don't have LSU, the numbers. No, just, the LSU-Iowa game, that women's championship game, was the most watched women's basketball game, period, on record, ever. I mean, if they Which, and that's, that's because if they meet if Angel they meet Reese again, is unapologetically Angel Reese, and Caitlin if they Clark's meet again Caitlin next Clark. year, it might be bigger than the men's game, depending on who's in. I, there. I, I can't mean, wait. Like that would be I, that's must watch TV. 100%. If the power goes out next year on the women's game, I'm coming to one of y'all's house. I'm just <laughs> come on up, come on up, <laughs> generator. It's called so, a generator, Liv. A generator. I may put a generator in. <laughs> that was I, I have seen some in one place. You could maybe say. Angel Reese could have chilled a little is she like went out of her way to like, like follow Caitlin Clark as she's like walking off the court to keep doing it. But still to that point, I'm okay with it. Cause I don't know if I, I was, I did a little research and before she transferred to LSU, Angel Reese was at Maryland. Who's in the big 10. They play Iowa. There's been mm, a little beef between Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese before this. And Angel Reese, as she said, she is that type of player. she, Earlier in the year, she she uh, kind of got a big highlight where she had one of the better blocks I've seen in a long time, and she's gonna pull like a Dikembe Mutombo kind of thing. She gonna let you know she just took care oh, of no, it no. and she blocked your shot. <laughs> and that's how she is, and that's what she said, Tony. Like you brought up after the game, that's how she is all the time. This wasn't a different thing we saw on the championship game. This is her in December. This is her in March. I mean, that's just the way she plays. And Mulkey even said at one point after the game, they asked her about it. And she goes. We got a lot of personalities on this team, and a lot of people don't want to coach personalities. And I get it; it can be tough, but I embrace it because I think it brings out the best in them. And hard to argue it after what I watched yeah. Sunday because they look pretty damn yeah. good. I, two, two, two things. What the best baseball team I ever coached had the craziest personalities on it I've ever seen. But they real that was a great team. You let them go, and man, they could play together. It was great, but you know. I'm not saying I broke anybody out of jail. I'm just saying you just <laughs> got it. There's personalities. So, but here's the other thing. This is the thing I didn't like what Angel Reese did. So, uh, Jill Biden had mentioned that she was at the game. 
She was mm-hmm. so impressed. And the women's game is starting to be elevated, right? It's National Women's Month, which it should be. And and they're elevating the women's game. And so Jill Biden says, I, I'd love – it's such a great game. I want to have LSU and Iowa at the White House. And Angel said, that's BS. Yeah, hell no. Hell no. And so I get I, – I, They didn't they win. Didn't win. <laughs> so, I, I, so for her, that's just where – Youth, I guess, is served. You, you got to understand what this is. It's a bigger platform, right? Got to understand. She's not dissing the fact that you won the you won the national championship. She's saying we've got to raise the women's game, and here's an opportunity. In the, and as Liv said, the most watched women's game of all time. Bring them both to the White House. Now, Joe hadn't said he's going to, but. But Jill says she wants to. And Caitlin Clark said she ain't going anyway. She's like, no, no she didn't. For the she winners. said she, I didn't see that. She said she's not going. Well, good yeah. for her. Caitlin Clark said, no, think, LSU should go. That's what Larry Bird would think, say. That's exactly <laughs> what Larry Bird would say. <laughs> True. And I think, like, you know, it is, it's, it's all, it's all well and good to try to, like, you know, build up people. But, like, if Angel said anything other than that, then I think, you know, are you really who I thought you were? If you were like, yeah, let's bring on the losers too? No. Mm. My yoga is a good so, point. I don't know if they said it like that. Point. Maybe. Okay, go ahead. Bring the it's losers like, to. <laughs> well, if you say it exactly like that, then so, that's exactly what I, I would have. Like that would be sick. I would have said, "Hey, if y'all want to bring them up for lunch, that's your business. I don't care. Just don't bring them up while we're there." And I, that's what I would have said. Maybe a brunch, I, maybe a Sunday like, afternoon. You know, y'all want to have eggs bending together? Do what you want to do. <laughs> hey, y'all want to have high tea? Go ahead. We're coming to raise the national championship flag and show y'all what LSU can do. Go Tigers! But Whatever, you know, but anyway, that's yeah. my point. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, I think you're right, though, too. I think, like, uh, let's, it, while the attention's on the women's game, let's, let's, let's build on that, um, 100%. But yeah, also, like, be assholes to yeah. each other because that's what we absolutely, that's what we're here this for. This is, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I sure hope LSU and I will play at least twice next year. Oh, let's go. That would be awesome. I can't find, I was looking for the exact quote, but. It was when Caitlin Clark said the same thing. Like they don't, she said they don't usually let runners up, runner ups to the White House. So Good I think LSU should go and have fun because we didn't Good deserve it. But she also they asked her about Angel Reese. She goes, she won. She gets to talk. Oh, yeah. she, I mean, she, when yeah. I get when I win, I get to Props. talk. She won. She did the right thing. And what I've seen, mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark did say that Angel Reese is a hell of a player. Yeah. She, her game is a. I mean, she she had nothing but it is. good things to say about her, and didn't didn't have a rat's ass about her pointing to her ring. Angel Reese said the same like thing. That. She said Clark. I I can't remember how she put it. Clark's a great player. I, mm-hmm. you know, that she didn't deny it, but she said, got a ring. On at the ring thing. Good for her. I um Angel Angel Reese is a sophomore. Caitlin Clark is a junior, and for whatever reason, the way the the college rules work, she can't go pro this year, even if she wanted to. But I think I read somewhere she's going to make more in NIL than what the rookie pay scale oh, is in WNBA. So she's well, happily going to come back. And there's going to be a lot. There's going to be nights. I, I'm interested to see. There's going to be nights where like. Tuesday night, where maybe ESPN would show the men's game. They might show Iowa playing somewhere. I hope okay. so. If there's I a big so. game, because like that's that's good. It was it was fun. Can you imagine? Can you watch. imagine what the uh, McDonald's commercial is going to be with Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark? It's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Let's start a little rivalry. Hey, have you that. ever played basketball against like a, 
a college female get college basketball no, player? I'd never. No, I'd get my ass well, whipped. They'll box oh, out. Absolutely. You will, fundamentally but, sound. But it's kind of funny. Used to, there would be a little shame. Like if you happen to block a girl shot, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, like you blocked a girl shot. And then if she scored on you, would be like, oh my God, you let a girl score on you. Now there's none of that nah, anymore. I, don't nah, think. I mean, it's just like, she's a badass. Caitlin Clark would whoop my ass. I mean, in okay. basketball, Angel Reese would whoop. Uh, my question ass. for you. Down. Question for you, Pops. So the height difference is that like Angel Reese is a very good big in in women's basketball, she's six three, so it'd be tough for that to correlate to men's basketball. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark can shoot from the damn parking lot. If she could say she's on the Arkansas Razorbacks men's team, is she getting minutes? We had this conversation at work, and it it'd be hard not to with the way she. She can flat out shoot. You know, uh, you're probably right, Kevin, and I hope this doesn't come out sounding bad. (laughs) But, you know, I think that her athleticism would allow her to be defended. You know, a a man's athleticism at the same age, certainly I couldn't defend her. um, You know, probably at any point in my life could I have defended her. Um, But, you know, Devo Devo Davis, you know, he he slightly You and Devo Davis are slightly different, you know, Physically and athletically. You're close, similar in your prime, I think. But you and Devo were a little different. <laughs> yeah, a little different. So I don't know. I guess I'm trying to not answer you. And I, I think that she Well, would but it's not like it's not like she's having defended. these these midcourt logo shots from uh an uncontested position too, either, right? Like people are putting hands in her face. Contesting her. Yeah. So I, I I've not seen her game. I mean, so. I I've watched a little bit and I, I think she could play the men's game. Uh I think she could be in the NBA I don't know, based be, on her shooting. No. hundred percent. I I disagree. Okay. I disagree. And I and I'll give you I'll give you a prime example. And gosh, I'm gonna sound like this Homer. Cannon Whitby. So Cannon Whitby, six foot two he Razorback, was a Razorback for, for you. Yeah, back boys. in the nineteen ninety okay, he was like, the, the number one point scorer in, in the state of Tennessee history. Is it I think it was Tennessee or Oklahoma. I think it was Tennessee. In history in high school. Six foot could could shoot from he could shoot from he could shoot from anywhere. anywhere. He would shoot forty percent from the logo. Unfortunately, people started picking him up at the half court line. Cannon Whitby averaged about ten to twelve minutes per game when he played for Arkansas. He went to Butler and averaged uh, 25, 28 minutes, and Butler never, didn't make it out of the second round of the NCAA tournament. I think Caitlin Clark would have that same issue. Uh, if she played on a mid-major to low-major, yeah, she probably could play. But I, I don't know. She would have 10 to 12 minutes. I just don't think they would pick her up. And, and all of a sudden. You're talking about somebody that was. No, I, like, I get it. But until you can. Cr- his picture is black and white. Yeah. So, Caitlin, this is my. That's just my reference. So, Caitlin Clark. His picture is not black and white. LJ. How tall is Caitlin Clark? Kevin, right now and it's black how, how tall is Caitlin Straight Clark? 6'1"? Six foot. She's taller than Cannon Whitby. And so six foot, there is absolutely no way. I shouldn't say no way. There she would not be successful at the major (laughs) division one level. She would not be in the men's men's game. Because the average height in the NCAA mid major level is six two, six three at the perimeter. I just don't think she could do it. Sure, but that's and oh, at the perimeter, okay. Maybe because you can be Tiger Campbell at five ten, but he's not a shooter. 
he's got athleticism that can get to the bucket. And Caitlin Clark's not going to be getting to the bucket. Not as right. much, yeah. So true. just somebody who can just sit back and shoot, she's just not. If she was six. I'm just saying it's a different game than Cannon Whitby played. We're, we're in a different know. universe than that. He could shoot. I would just like to see a rematch of both Iowa against uh, South Carolina. Yep. And I'd love to see Iowa yeah. uh, LSU. Maybe regular yeah. season's fine. I don't even have to be in the tournament. Tournament would be great, but those would be some fun stuff because Caitlin Carr's going to be back. And now she's got – I think she already did, but now even more so because the run she had in the tournament was one for the ages. And so now everyone's going to want to get yeah. the best of her. And good luck because the best it, of her is pretty damn good. good. So Let's see. Do we have anything else we want to get to here? Oh, that LJ just LJ just sent a picture of uh, that truly is in black and white. Can it would be? Do we have anything else we want to touch on? We've we've done kind of basketball. Pop's already got a bougie problem out. He might have two. I don't know. Well, I do have one about an Excel spreadsheet. If you want to, oh, hear I, love I, no I love that. I love it. LJ does. I know LJ's getting excited. <laughs> Okay, you want me to, you want to bring yeah, it on? Let's go. I've been working on Excel all day. Yeah. Okay, so in Excel, you know, often you have to. Uh, I'm often like the cutting uh, a, a line, a row. Let's see, a row <laughs> of data. Okay, a row. I wish the listener could see. And so I <laughs> it's like the, to it's the equivalent of somebody right. putting up their hands to figure out what left and right yeah. is. Right. I'm wanting to. <laughs> Do you know about the the drink and the bever the the bread plate? No, I'll tell that, you about that too. That anyway, <laughs> well, we'll do that when we have time. Um, that's really handy, by the way, at a formal dining. I'll tell you in a minute. So, <laughs> in an Excel spreadsheet, when you're cutting a row of data and pasting it in another area, it, for some reason, mine invariably, instead of it says, "Do you want to move these cells?" Right or down? I always want to go down. I always want to insert it and move the other row down. But it says, do you want to move them to the right? It defaults to the way I don't want to go. Does that make sense? It does. But I think you highlight the the way you want it to go, I think is the answer. So, uh, no. I did. I do. I highlight. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You highlight the whole You want me to tell you the deal, Excel will start to calculate your most common move. And so if you start, if you, if you have two or three shift down, insert cut cells down, it will start to pick up that as the, no, for me, I it just does disagree. This for me, the it does. exact same algorithm that went to Vegas instead of Kevin, you know, for me, it does <laughs> always want it to, to shift them down. Always. It, it always starts always shift cells right. I never wanted to shift but right. It always starts shift cells right. And I don't know why that is. But if you, once you do it, once you cut and paste down twice, mm. it, it will default to cut down. It shift cells down. Well, you know, I shift them down just, like every time I ever do it, every single time. And it still asks me if I want to do it right. So there's that. I'm calling bullshit on that. Theory, it's just Tony. wild. I'm sorry. LG, but LG, it it's just. It doesn't work for what, me. What blows my yeah. mind, or I yeah, don't know me. why it blows my mind, but this is now the third time in a row that Liz had a bougie problem that had something to do with technology not working <laughs> exactly how he wanted it to work. <laughs> and yeah, this is coming from crazy. someone who has no idea what they're doing in Excel. I'd look like a man without a map in a different country if I was on Excel. Hey, so I got so. true, 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 true. Tony, what you're saying is sounds right, but it just isn't working that way for me. And that's <laughs> Are you on Microsoft 365? <laughs> no free ads. I don't know. I'm on Microsoft 
Windows ninety five. Windows ninety five. Is that where you're at? Windows ninety five. Yeah. Just never have updated. I'm what whatever my company puts me on. I don't think we're on. Hell yeah. I don't know what we're on. Good answer. Good answer. LJ, any bougie problems or anything going on over there? You well, to, I will say, so we talked like, we talked like uh, six months ago about this uh, construction company that is like tearing down a building, right? Yeah. And they always uh, get started at work at 7.55 a.m. Um, so they, they demolished that building and it was all fine for like, I don't know, three, four months. And now they're, they're digging up the ground to build a new foundation for something else. <laughs> and I swear to God, they wake up at 5 a.m. every morning um so and i'm guessing it's not quiet it is not quiet it's set with the 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 initial sound is it's a vacuum uh in our stairwell um but it turns out it is it is multiple tractors digging up a dirt lot uh 40 feet away from me and and i just i hate it i hate it you know you know i I go to sleep at uh three in the morning almost every night so i hate that so it's less than you, ideal that there's a yeah, lot of noise. It's not ideal. Not uh, two things for you, LJ. You number one, right. you know why that is? Why the guys excavating are non-union. Two, ooh scabs. <clears throat> yeah, because the because the dirt huh? guys won't work union. Dirt guys are not union. Those the yeah. guys that 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 took it down. I'm union. with you. Absolutely, seven fifty five, brother. And I right. bet they were done at four. I bet they were done at four forty, four forty-five. Yeah, well, that, about the time I wake up, they're done. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, and, and here's your second thing, and this is something I've learned: uh, face mask and earmuffs. I'm telling you, I, I just, just for, for all our listeners, I, we're not talking no, about your no. sex life. Today. So no. I'll tell you this. So I'll say this. Snorkels. I don't want this to come up. I don't want this to come out wrong. <laughs> Put these earmuffs on. It'll be fine. Um, uh, oh, man. Pop there. There you go. So, because I got a bougie problem later. But um, the, um, so my wife came back from a trip and that was a, a business trip. I, so she said. And um, yeah. she came back with these. Good Lord. She on, came back with these. Uh, uh, masks from the resort watercolors down in uh florida and i'm telling you it's like what are these for she said they they had them in the room so if the when the sun was too bright you you put these masks on you could you could nap i'm like well let me try one i'll be damned i you know i'll put those on and i can sleep to like noon not that i couldn't sleep to noon anyway but i sleep much better than noon. <laughs> so get yourself a mask and I knew earmuffs. I'm glad you clarified because I knew Mask and say earmuffs. Tony <laughs> sleep hear anything. Day. You won't. It'll keep it dark. Try it. I'm, I'm just telling you. Try it. And, and silk if you can. Silk. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Silk. Right. Noted. Noted. No, 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 I do have a bougie problem. Oh, so, no. oh man, I'm sorry. Um, we haven't talked about this, and I, I, I don't know if I should or not, but I'm. So I, I know the listeners out there know that 
we are all about, you know, uh, you know, making sure that you, 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 you stay inside your particular areas laws about substances. You're scaring me so much. We're going to fast forward. All so, of this. I, you know, so I'm not I mean, saying that you should keep your, I'm not saying you button, should okay. or shouldn't <laughs> True. should or shouldn't partake of, let's just call it, you know, herb. Uh, oh, so, okay, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> holy shit. Let's I just hate, call it. Man, I got herb. a reputation. So anyway, so here's my bougie problem. Uh, oh, knowing this podcast is true. There is a different yeah. er, herb comes in edible and smokable. And I had some visitors over. We're talking about cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. Uh, yes. Yeah. Cinnamon. And so I had some visitors over. You can over, smoke it or you can. Yeah. And, and I hadn't smoked cinnamon in a long time. <laughs> and they brought this out and it was a very safe space. I, we were all good. We were home and it, they were staying in my house and we're like, okay, I, okay, right. I'll smoke some cinnamon. And so I, <laughs> I smoked some cinnamon and it was good. And it's like, I yeah, what, and, in five minutes, it's, yeah. nothing's happening. And I know from when I've smoked cinnamon with other friends <laughs> that if they pass it back around to you, go ahead. And so yeah. I'm like, well, it's back to me and I don't want to waste it. <laughs> yeah, I'll right. take it. And so and you didn't, you weren't about, anything yet, so about yeah, 45 not? seconds later, yeah, it was like, oh, that was really good cinnamon. And <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I know. This apple pie is going to be fucking bomb. <laughs> the next thing I know, all I can do is it, it I, i'm i'm outside on the back porch like i am now the listeners can't see this but uh, i am now and i was like i was like oh, man i gotta the, go yeah, they hear the crickets all of a sudden it's like if and i was standing up it's like if i don't go sit down now someone i'm i'm laying down right here so <laughs> i went and sat down and two hours later i was able to go to bed but it was the wor- one of the worst feeling earmuffs and ear- face yeah, masks. I wish. No, ear- if I'd had a face mask that night, there's just no telling. Anyway, but so here's my bougie problem. Dude, if you're going to bring cinnamon to my house and give that to me. Bring the weak shit. Bring you the gotta weak shit. You got to tell me like, man, I don't know how good this really is. This is really strong cinnamon. Oh, Okay, <laughs> let me know. Let a brother know. But yeah, you're trying. You're not trying to mess up your yeah, plans. Yeah, so, for sure. So it's like, yeah. come on, man. I can't. Yeah, you can't be handing you know, me because, like I said, the last time I had like good cinnamon, it was okay. <laughs> but I could sit in a chair. You know, I was okay. <laughs> you know, this sounds like this was a medical grade. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Come to find out, it was somebody's aunt's cinnamon. And they just happened to bring it over. and But they didn't say anything like, oh, look, this is my Aunt Cinnamon, and she she grows really you good know, cinnamon, and so you need to be careful. And I'm like, nobody said that. And so I'm like, okay, huh? And five minutes go by, hey, what's this is fine. Oh, there's more? Okay, well, you don't want to leave? Okay, sure. And next thing I know, I'm, and, I'm incoherent for two hours. It's just... It was just... That was a problem for past me. past experiences for myself with cinnamon... Um, the I'm thinking like the edible kind where like someone's like, oh, be careful, it's kind of strong, and I eat a little bit of cinnamon, and usually 
I am the idiot who goes, nothing's happening. I'll have a little more cinnamon. Despite the warning, I kind of just blow through that caution sign. And I'm wondering if maybe you were given that warning and you're kind of like, this ain't nothing's happening. Let me just. And then all of a sudden, well, cinnamon. Usually it's uh, cinnamon rolls stack up. A, they do well, stack up. Yeah. I can tell you mm-hmm. that I've, had, roll, if you will. I've eaten cinnamon. And the person who gave me the cinnamon, <laughs> who may or may so not bad. be on this podcast, was like, Tony, just have a little bit of this cinnamon. Sorry. Sorry. Because you're going to be okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I said, hey, wait 30 minutes. If you want to eat some more cinnamon, I have some for you. <laughs> but wait 30 minutes. And I'm glad. 30 minutes is the wrong answer. That is no, my friend. And I'm sorry I, no, to the person wasn't. that I know who this is. It, uh, but 30 minutes is the wrong no, answer. No, it wasn't because. in It's 45, I no, think. No, it wasn't. Right. I think you, know. you got to give it 60 per se. No, in 30 minutes, <laughs> I am so glad I didn't eat more cinnamon because they were right. And I couldn't I couldn't move out of my. Whoever that could have been. I couldn't move out of my lounge chair in Las Vegas because I knew I was going to fall in the pool. So I stayed right there <laughs> as I let the cinnamon finish its job. All I'm asking is just tell me how good your cinnamon is before you bring it in my house. That's all I'm asking. Just tell me, say, Tony, hey, <laughs> this is really good cinnamon. Let's just, let's just He's from stay, Mexico. <laughs> let's just, this is it's Mexican this cinnamon. Is, yeah. Oh, that's this vanilla. Spanish vanilla cinnamon, in Mexico. That's and real you good. really want to take it easy. Or hey man, this is just this is just this is Wisconsin cinnamon. You'll be fine. I just let a brother know. Let a brother know. That's all I'm saying. Okay, there's my bougie problem. Note noted. I got. Let me write. Look next time. Next time I need you to let you know about the cinnamon in my house. Yeah, I got you. No, for sure. Well, you know, Tony said his in laws were living with him for right now. I guess. So yeah, that's my next question. (laughs) If anybody's got any cinnamon out there, (laughs) if anyone has cinnamon, then I can borrow. I would love to borrow some cinnamon from anyone at this point (laughs) in time. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like Uncle oh, Tony may not God. have cinnamon on him, but he is drinking some. What yeah, is Uncle so Tony drinking about this. tonight? So tonight I am drinking <laughs> Balvenie Doublewood Twelve Year Scotch. So here's oh, the thing, ooh. and and the reason I'll say this ooh. up, and I'll get aside. This has been a this has been a fairly interesting week for Uncle Tony, Uncle Tony's family, but everybody's great. But we've had to make some sacrifices and changes, and it's all good. You do that for family. But here's here's my thought for the listeners. When things are not what you think they are, when you're not sure if it's Cannon Whitby (laughs) or whatever the girl is from Iowa, you're not sure when you're (laughs) Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. the plane gets up in the yeah. air, and I don't know how he's going to do this thing. Caitlin Clark. If you don't know, it's Cannon Whitby or Caitlin Clark. Here's the thing. Go back to what you know, and here's what I know. Here's what I know. <laughs> Balvini Doublewood oh. 12-year-old Scotch is good, and it's <laughs> a solid Scotch. It's If you're ever wondering, how do I get into the Scotch game? Or I just want something to sip after a long, hard day. Balvini, double wood. Twi- go back to what you know. Hey, if what you know is Heaven Hill vodka, go to what you know. But I'm hit telling it, you, hit it. Balvini, double wood, 
12-year-old scotch. It's what I know. It's my go-to drink. It's been a long week. You know, is it, so is it, is it on the rocks? Is it straight? What are you doing? It's, it's small rocks. Just a little bit to, small just a rocks. little bit to wake it up. Yeah. You know, we got some Tony, that kind of reminds me of <laughs> every now and then I try to just uh, follow by a motto of, uh, it's just, just an acronym of KISS, you know, keep it simple, yeah. stupid. There's no reason to try to rewrite yeah, the book absolutely. here. You know what's Absolutely. good. After Portman, Go after Portman dude, the, the perfect drink has been created. We can just drink the liquor now, you know? Why Portman try to recreate a new perfect yeah. drink? You yeah, got one already. Done. Why fix yeah, one of bros? I, I, I don't, well, I'll say this. I don't know the perfect drink till I've had Malort Seltzer, and I think I've got to drink some. I think, well, I think, yeah, well, we haven't actually decided whether I get to drink or you have well, to drink if, uh, the Malort Seltzer. If you want to drink it, I'm going to let you. Are you just... You well, tell think, me how I much it the costs. Is we the, probably both need one. We probably both need I'm to drink you, one together sir. is the answer. But righty. I think that wraps up another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We're talking. We talked Frito Pie. We talked Cinnamon, <laughs> Caitlin Clark, some basketball player whose picture's in black and white. Oh, and the national championship game. We did talked we name a, a Husky. Did we name a pitch snuggle? We Adamo Sonogo. Okay. We decided 2023. Pitsnoggle Award winner. Yeah, you came back and all of a sudden they were asking about Muslim. Yeah, that was, you were yeah. Very <laughs> it was a long string. You were worried the old men just took us string. off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to figure out how much I cut out of that. We'll find out. I was one, I was about to reel them back in. I think they found yeah, themselves yeah, at some point, but it was getting, it was touch and go there for a minute. Uh, Good pod, though. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Spotify or Apple. And leave us a rate and review. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to talk, what you want us to talk about. We will be back next time, fellas. Peace. Already. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh man, I think it was a good. Yeah, one. I actually think that's really this fun. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. This is. Uh, do you want to stop? Yes, this does not need to go on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he, here's why Uncle Tony's drinking a lot tonight. So, <laughs> you just lost it. <laughs>